world has changed so much. I remember my life, the world that was. It was peaceful, safe. And then things started to go wrong. Powerful people became greedy. Close-minded fools began their assaults. And when the famine began, well, that's when the war for resources began. I was too young to understand them. I didn't see what was really happening. But I recall the incident. We all saw the incident. It feels like a lifetime ago. And ever since, the world has never been the same. It's a dangerous world, and I fear the worst of humanity is yet to come. But that's enough out of me. I know y'all don't want to hear me yapping no more. I'll turn on the radio. It's about time for the news anyway. Now, if you're uncomfortable with militia violence, police violence, death, eugenics, pandemic and disease, as well as heavy post-apocalyptic themes including poverty, starvation, violence, and mild ableism, this might not be the news station you want to hear. Stuff like that's been coming up a lot lately. Thank you everyone for tuning in to the morning music. It's time now for the afternoon news broadcast. Your home for the latest goings on in the little corner of the post-apocalyptic wasteland we call home. Today is the 8th of April by my calendar and we're going to jump right into our weather report. To kick things off, allow me to update you on NS Molina. NS Molina is holding her course through our broadcasting range. In a few days, the storm will no longer be our problem, but for now she continues to flood low-laying settlements. Even places previously thought high, dry, and safe from her wrath are beginning to feel the effects with minor flooding. The rising waters have created a bit of a refugee crisis, the likes of which we haven't seen since the incident. Continuing along the Chestnut River, the storm's fury is approaching the settlement of Belth. Residents are advised to evacuate immediately. Our best estimates place the storm in Belth early tomorrow morning. As for the rest of the weather, it continues to rain as the storm remains present. We're going to have a high of 37C, a low tonight of minus 20C. That's going to do it for the weather, and we're going to move on. I should like to catch you up on the refugee crisis that this weather has caused. Residents of flooded settlements and settlements in extreme danger of flooding have fled to higher ground for shelter. These refugees are often being turned away from settlements in low-risk zones due to low resources. Many towns simply do not have food or drinkable water enough to sustain these poor souls. Many have begun making camps outside of settlements, refusing to take them in, peacefully begging for scraps and doing whatever they must to survive. AMM and the NSD have deployed a number of lightly armed units and officers respectively to keep the peace with fears of violence as the desperation of these souls grows. It is worth noting, skilled individuals among the refugees have been allowed residence in towns across the wasteland. Pre-incident doctors, tradesmen, and artisans have all found, without issue, sanctuary in settlements with little to no flooding. Unfortunately, the floods have displaced not only man but beast as well. 
As the waters rise, the population of irradiated creatures grows denser around safer areas. We've received reports of beasts stalking people in the streets of towns, and the sounds of their cries are heard through the night not far from any window. The NSD has placed a bounty on dangerous wildlife near any settlement, though this has had mixed results. As a final note to the refugee crisis, I should like to remind everyone not to seek shelter at South Grand Mountain. While the mountain is safe from flooding, our last report from the area warned of serious plague. Our sources have been unable to send us more information regarding the matter, and the area is presently under quarantine until further notice. Traveling here is done at your own risk, and may very well be the last thing you do. It's a cruel wasteland out there, and we're not getting out of it alive. The news so far is all a somber reminder of that cold fact. Let's all take a moment to breathe. We're going to run a few advertisements, but don't touch that dial, because we'll be back with more of the latest goings-on in this post-apocalyptic wasteland. Alright, Jenny. Think you're ready for your first recording session? Wonderful. In that case, let's begin. We've had a pretty awful time lately. The world ended, there's a nuclear storm beating us down, and the news is always bad. Sometimes you just want to get a drink and forget about the world out there. Sad to say, most places can't be trusted. Irradiated or contaminated drinks might leave you sick or dead. Fortunately, there's a place you can go that guarantees a safe and refreshing drink. Blaze Mug is always guaranteed drinkable, affordable, and now with music. Blaze Mug, your only guaranteed drinkable liquid this side of the Atlantic. Our wasteland is terribly dangerous. This is a fact no one can argue. Between bandits, mutated beasts, irradiated insects, and monsters of unspeakable disposition, folks need the ability to defend themselves. To do so, they need the right tool for the job. Salvaged weapons from the world that was are decent enough, though incredibly liable to breaking or malfunction. Save yourself the trouble of rusted guns or cracked bows with new, reliable weaponry. The Smoldering Arrow crafts new weapons and ammunition each day. From bullets to arrows to bolts and all unique ammunition and any weapon to fire them, come browse our supply outside of Green Court by the Old Foundry at the Smoldering Arrow. And we're back! Did you miss me? I surely missed you. We've got a few more stories today, so let's begin with a dose of something wholesome. It's time now for Miss Bean's box. Miss Beans, it would seem, is in the habit of breaking things lately. I'm inclined to think she's doing so intentionally. She's a harbinger of destruction and chaos as she strolls through the studio, often finding her way onto shelves or into cabinets. This lovable furry menace has shattered nearly all of the studio's dishes, to include my favorite mug. Just this morning, in fact, she was found in the mailroom, preceded by the chime of her bell, we went to find her and on investigation she was found to have torn to shred at least five envelopes we had not yet examined, likely due to a crinkling sound coming from within them that we noted upon arrival. However, no one here can sustain their rage with Miss Bean. While she's destructively curious, she is a part of the studio and we all care for her dearly, even if, on occasion, we may wish that she would stop knocking things off of shelves. Now let's close Miss Bean's box for now as we march into our next story. For our next story, I should like to have a word with you. 
Let's talk survival. More accurately, let's talk survival cooking. More specifically, let's talk quality survival culinary. Most of us haven't had a decent meal since the world ended. Living off the scraps of the world past or risking contaminated meat hunted from our new furry friends. Often bland or bitter, these meals leave us wanting. However, thanks to a kind soul traveling the waste, I know a few things you can do to better your meals. Today, I'm going to tell you how to prepare a fish fillet quickly with minimal resources. This coming from a method I used before the incident, but have since adapted to our new post-apocalyptic world. Considering the carnivorous fish, the Shra, have migrated to the area, I thought everyone may like to know a fast, easy way to prepare a Shra fillet. It's incredibly easy, but you must remember one thing. Things move quickly, so when you begin, you must continue to move. First, you must prepare a skillet with cooking oil and get it heated. You always want to use a hot pan with hot oil. If it's cold when the fish goes on, it's going to stick and you'll never get the fillet off. Don't add too much oil, however. You only want to coat the pan, you're not frying the thing. While the oil is heating up, season your fish. I understand that spice is a rare commodity today, and I recommend you experiment with what's safe and available. Only season one side for right now. After your oil is hot, gently lay the fish in the pan, season side down. Don't drop it, or you'll mess up the seasoning and you may splash the oil. With your fish in the pan, your unseasoned side should be up. Go ahead and season it now with the same seasoning as before. With a fish spatula, slide under the fillet. You'll notice it's stuck. This is good. The way it works, when you place it, the fish will stick immediately. As it cooks, it will slowly release from the pan. Sliding the spatula under your fillet will give you an idea of how much longer you need to leave it. The more resistance you encounter, the longer that side needs to cook. You must not force your spatula through, lest you ruin the fish. Once you can slide your spatula under the fish without or with minimal resistance, you're going to flip it. You need to be gentle and lay it down quickly when you do so. After you do, the fillet will immediately stick to the pan again, however you laid it. Don't mess with it if you set it down improperly. If you try to correct the placement after it's stuck, you'll tear the fish apart. After you flip it, wait until you can get your spatula underneath without any resistance and your meal will be ready. All of this should be incident of less than seven minutes. I encourage you to give this a try, and I must implore you, write the studio afterwards. Let us know how it went. I used to prepare salmon in this manner. A fine meal it was every time. Moving on, it's no secret that this world is a dangerous place. People have grown desperate and taken to helping themselves to your stuff when you're least prepared. Stay ready. Stay informed with the latest reported bandit movements. From our anonymous sources, we're aware of five active bandit groups within our broadcasting range. These same five as yesterday's report. These groups include the Wolfpaw, the Shar, the Firebottle, the Knoll, the Mugs. The conflict between the Wolfpaw and the Shar Firebottle Alliance has come to a screeching halt, as all sides hunker down and call a temporary truce to weather the storm. Our sources have limited visibility on these groups, but speculate each side is plotting to strike with the storm as cover. While this speculation is backed by no evidence, it does fit the general nature of these desperate men and women. Meanwhile, the Mugnol Alliance continues to hold Oakland. 
We're receiving reports of desperate refugees seeking shelter within. This is the group's declared open sanctuary to any displaced soul. According to our anonymous inside source, the refugees have been treated well and given adequate lodging. It's unclear how long the hospitality of these men and women will hold, as bandits are formed of desperate hearts. I'm inclined to believe they'll want something in the end of it. I'm not alone in this assumption, either. The NSD has put out a warning to stay clear of Oakland, informing people that Noel and Muggs claims are lies, and any refugee taken will be sold to the Riveter. When questioned about this claim, Sheriff Bird Rockley was unable to give a source or any way to validate his statement, saying, quote, It's what's going to happen. I can feel it in my liver, and my liver's never wrong. We were unable to get a statement from the sheriff's liver. While the sheriff's claims are unsubstantiated, it is the recommendation of this studio to use extreme caution. These are desperate people, who may take advantage of more desperate people. I implore you, be careful moving forward. I'm afraid that's all the time we have for today. Every story has been told, and it's about time for the evening radio music. Before we go, I should like to leave you with the afternoon puzzler. Did you discover yesterday's answer? If you'd forgotten, the question was, what do you get from a pampered cow? The answer, spoiled milk. Congratulations to anyone who solved that one. As for today's puzzler, it is as follows. Can February march? Think about it, and we'll be back with the answer tomorrow. Thank you, my faithful listeners, for tuning in for the afternoon news. We're going to head into a few commercial broadcasts before the evening radio music, but don't touch that dial because we'll be back very soon. And, if you're truly out there, good luck. And we're clear. Good work, everyone. I'm starving. That that cooking segment really got to me. Would you would you mind checking if I have any ration tickets left for today? Hi, this is Seamus' sibling, Izzy. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this broadcast, consider rating and reviewing us on your... podcasting platform of choice? Wait. Podcasts still exist? Hmm. Telling your friends about us and subscribing to the post-apocalyptic news radio on YouTube. You can also join the Discord, which is linked in the description below, as well as... This says... Tweet? We still have Twitter? God damn, the worst evils couldn't even be destroyed after all that nonsense. Well, use the hashtag PANR broadcast 
to tweet about the show. We appreciate the support and hope you keep tuning in.